Welcome to Storytime Revolution. Now, I don't know about you, but I've never, I've never had any more difficult experience in my life than walking out my faith. Today I'm doing a double duty because I missed yesterday because I did not walk out my faith properly. I did not persevere through struggles and pain and suffering to do what I knew I ought to do. I instead... I instead, um, what's the right word? Well, I didn't do what was right anyways. So I'm going to read Daily Light. I'm going to read October 23rd, morning and evening. No, October 24th. And today's the 25th of October. So we're going to read the 24th and the 24th and 25th of my utmost first highest. And we may just do the morning devotion of face to face. I don't know. We will see. Let's start out with a song to align ourselves properly. We're going to sing, I love you, Lord. Um, just because it's one that I like. We may just sing it over and over again. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We're going to sing it. I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, O my soul, rejoice. Take joy, my King, in what you hear. May it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. I can only hope that we praise Him with right hearts admitting our our sins and what we've done wrong and casting them before his feet so that we can come before him as righteous which we can only do because of his son so october 24th we're looking in john isaiah lamentation psalms isaiah a few times and second uh, corinthians as well uh, we have been cast out of your sight yet we will look again toward your temple it says in bold Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me, and my Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. I have forgotten prosperity, prosperity, and I said, My strength and my hope have perished from the Lord. Awake! Why do you sleep, O Lord? Arise! Do not cast us off forever. Why do you say, O Jacob, and speak, O Israel, My way is hidden from the Lord, and my just claim is passed over by my God? With a little wrath I hid my face from you for a moment, but with everlasting kindness I will have mercy on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for we shall yet praise Him, the help of our countenance. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. I could have used that yesterday. That's how I felt yesterday. The poor and needy seek water, but there is none. Their tongues fail for thirst. I, the Lord, will hear them. There are many who say who will show us any good. What has man for all his labor 
and for the striving of his heart, with which he has toiled under the sun. For all his days are sorrowful, and his work burdensome. Even in the night his heart takes no rest. All is vanity and grasping for the wind. They have forsaken me, the fountain of living waters, and hewn themselves cisterns, broken cisterns that can hold no water. The one who comes to me I will by no means cast out. I will pour water on him who is thirsty. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. O God, you are our God. Early will we seek you. Our soul thirsts for you. Our flesh longs for you in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. That day may come when we're in a dry and thirsty land. We should be prepared for it by seeking him out beforehand. And it is true that those who throw themselves on him will be filled by him. He promises that, so it has to be true. And how often do we search in our own lives to be filled, making our own cisterns, our own work, to provide for us what we need and not turn to him. He wants us to turn to him. He wants us to trust in him. So we'll finish October 25th here in a minute, but let's go check out Utmost for his highest. Let's see what it's got to say about yesterday and today. October 24th, The Viewpoint. Now, thanks be to God, which always causes, causes us to triumph in Christ. Amen. 2 Corinthians 2.14. Hmm? That's daily light. It's a devotional. Oh. The viewpoint of a worker for God must not be as near the highest as he can get. It must be the highest. Be careful to maintain strenuously God's point of view. It has to be done every day, bit by bit. Don't think on the finite. No outside power can touch the viewpoint. I'm not sure I understand this. Maintain strenuously God's point of view. I get it has to be done every day, bit by bit, and it's a long-term thing. The viewpoint to maintain is that we are here for one purpose only. Huh? The bit? Bit by bit. Um, walking with God is, is a, a slow process. Bit by bit, we move closer and closer to Him day by day. Oh. The viewpoint to maintain is that we are here for one purpose only, viz, to be captives in the train of Christ's triumphs. We are not in God's showroom. We are here to exhibit one thing, the absolute captivity of our lives to Jesus Christ. That's daily light. It's a devotional. How small the other points of view are. I mean, that's fair. We give ourselves completely to Him, submitting Him totally. So we are His captives doing only what He says. So we are, we are standing alone battling for Jesus, otherwise known correctly as Yeshua. We have to maintain the cause of Christ and hold this fort for Him. Paul says, 
I am in the train of a conqueror, and it does not matter what the difficulties are. I am always led in triumph. So he goes before us conquering, and we come in his train. Paul's secret joy was that God took him, a red-handed rebel against Jesus Christ, and made him a captive. And now that is all he is here for. Paul's joy was to be a captive of the Lord. He had no other interest in heaven or in earth. It is a shameful thing for a Christian to talk about getting the victory. The victor ought to have got us so completely that he is his that it is his victory all the time, and we are more than conquerors through him. For we are unto God a sweet Savior of Christ. We are in wield with the odor of Jesus, excuse me, and wherever we go, we are a wonderful refreshment of God. So I used to not even understand how you could possibly only ever think about God, but as I, as I dig and dig and dig and dig and dig, uh, that becomes, it seems like it, there's, it is possible to just dwell in him completely, as Paul talks about here. And I can only do anything through him. And he does want us to be his, his light, his, um, his, his fragrance on the earth, so that others can know about him. So, so let us walk in him. Uh, October 25th, the eternal crush of things. I am made all things to all men that I might by all means save some. 1 Corinthians 4.22 A Christian worker has to learn how to be God's noble man or woman amid a crowd of ignoble things. Never make this plea, if only I were somewhere else. All God's men are ordinary men made extraordinary by the matter he has given them. Unless we have the right matter in our minds intellectually and in our hearts affectionately, we will be hustled out of usefulness to God. I completely agree with that. He's trying to work me into usefulness. And as soon as I put off him for a moment, I, I fall back into uselessness. So, difficult walk. We are not workers for God by choice. Many people deliberately choose to be workers, but they have no matter in them of God's almighty grace, no matter of his mighty word. Paul's whole heart and mind and soul were taken up with the great matter of what Jesus Christ came to do. He never lost sight of that one thing. We have to face ourselves with the one central fact. Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I struggle with that. We are not workers for God by choice. But it seems like we are because we did. We have to choose Him and choose Him constantly. Um, moment by moment we have to choose Him. So it seems like it is a constant choice, but maybe we only are making that choice because He's working in us to make the choice. I don't know. Because it says, I have chosen you, so keep note, keep that, keep that, note of greatness in your creed. It is not that you have got God, but that he has gotten you. And I, I do get that because once you say, I choose you, then, then he is yours. He's not going to let you go. And he's always going to bring you back to him, no matter how far away you stray. So here in this college, God is at work, bending, breaking, molding, doing just as he chooses.
Why is he doing it? We do not know. He is doing it for one purpose only, that he may be able to say, this is my man or my woman. And we have to be in God's hand so that he can plant men on the rock as he has planted us. And that is true. We submit to him and he does with us as he wills. Never choose to be a worker. But when God has put his call on you, woe be to you if you turn to the right hand or to the left. He will do with you what he never did with you before the call came. He will do with you what he is not doing with other people. Let him have his way. So that's very, that's very prevalent for me to here today. I don't know if it is for you, but he has called me to this. And it is not for me to turn to the left or to the right of this. I just have to keep going in this no matter what. Because if I turn to the left or to the right, well, well, there will be discipline. And he will put me back on this path. And I don't really want to face his discipline. It is it's severe. So I spent like a year and a half, or a year, an easy year, maybe longer, reading this nearly every day, this morning affirmation. And it had great impact on my life. I'm going to go ahead and read it again because I need it right now. Let's start with the Lord's Prayer, though. So, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So we're going to walk through adoration, confession, renewal, petition, intercession, affirmation, and thanksgiving, followed by a closing prayer. And to preface all of that, we're going to, um, we're going to deal with submission. Because we are to submit our whole selves to God. Every single aspect of who we are is to be given up to Him. So we submit ourselves and our life to you, O God. In view of your mercy, O God, may we present our body as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to you, which is our reasonable service. May we not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove that your will is good and acceptable and perfect. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Adoration and thanksgiving. For who you are and what you have done, accept our praise, O Lord. We will exalt you, our God and King. We will bless your name forever and ever. Every day we will bless you and we will praise your name forever and ever. Great are you, Lord, and most worthy of praise. Your greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. And we will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wonderful works. Many shall speak of the might of your awesome works and we will proclaim your great deeds. We will express the memory of your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. You, O Lord, are gracious and compassionate slow to anger and great in loving kindness. You are good to all, and your tender mercies are over all your works. Psalms 145, 1-9 For who you are and what you have done, accept our thanks, O Lord. 
Blessed are you, O Lord, for you have heard the voice of our prayers. You are our strength and our shield. Our heart trusts in you, and we are helped. Our heart greatly rejoices, and we will give thanks to you in song. Psalms 28, 6-7 Examination Holy Spirit, search our heart and reveal to us any unconfessed sin you find in us. Search us, O God, and know our heart. Test us and know our anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in us, and lead us in the way everlasting. Psalms 139, 23-24 And Lord, we thank you for the forgiveness you promised when you said, Come now, let us reason together. Though our sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Isaiah 1.18 Our identity in Christ. We have been crucified with you, and it is no longer we who live, but you who live in us. In the life which we now live in the flesh, we live by faith in you, the Son of God, who loved us and delivered yourself up for us. Galatians 2.20. Galatians is a powerful book. If you have not read it, go ahead and do that. We have forgiveness from the penalty of sin because you died for us. But you, O God, demonstrate your own love for us, and that why we were still sinners? Christ died for us. Romans 5.8 And we have freedom from the power of sin because we died with you. In you, O Christ, we were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands in the removal of the body of the flesh by your circumcision, having been buried with you in baptism and raised with you through faith in the working of God who raised you from the dead. Colossians 2, 11 and 12. And we have fulfillment for this day because you live with us. when we eagerly expect and hope that we will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage, so that now as always you, Jesus Christ, will be exalted in our body, whether by life or by death. For to us to live in you, Jesus Christ, means everything, and to die is gain. Philippians 1, 20-21 And let's be honest here, dying is the easy part. Living for Him, submitting to Him, giving up everything to Him, sacrificing yourself for Him. That's the walk of faith. That's, that's the trials and tribulations. When it comes time to die for your Lord, <laughs> praise God. By faith we will allow you, O Christ, to manifest your life through us. And thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in you, and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of you. 2 Corinthians 2.14 Through us, through us, through us the world comes to know Him. Filling of the Spirit. Holy Spirit, control us and fill us today. We were once darkness, but now we are light in you, O Lord. And may we walk as a child of light, for the fruit of the light consists in all goodness and righteousness and truth, learning what is pleasing to you. Ephesians 5.18 And as we walk in you, O Spirit, we will not fulfill the desires of the flesh, for the flesh desires what is contrary to you, and you, Holy Spirit, desire what is contrary to the flesh, for you oppose each other. So that, me, so that we may not do the things that we wish, 
But if we are led by you, we are not under the law. Galatians 5.16 And since we live in you, Spirit, may we also walk in you. Galatians 5.25 The fruit of the Spirit. And Holy Spirit, may your fruit grow in us. But your fruit, O Holy Spirit, is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Galatians 5, 19-23 And we want to glorify the Father by bearing much fruit and so prove to be His Christ's disciple. John 15, 8 And, O Lord, may your purpose be fulfilled in our life today, to love you completely, to love ourselves correctly, and to love others compassionately. If you're not taking care of yourself, then you're not loving yourself correctly. Like, you have to be the kind of person who does what is best for you so that you can do what is best for others. If you don't know what is best for you, then how can you know what is best for someone else? We're all pretty similar in most ways. We will seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, Matthew 6, 33. And we want to love you, O Lord our God, with all of our heart and with all of our soul and with all of our mind. And we want to love our neighbor as ourself, Matthew 22, 37-39. And Lord, the love we have from you is patient. It is kind. It does not envy. Love does not boast. It is not arrogant. It does not behave rudely. It does not seek its own. And it is not easily provoked. It keeps no record of wrongs. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7. It is the one thing that we can rely on. We will be a witness to those who do not know you, Jesus, and we will participate in your great commission. So that love, that love is of God. God is love. That's why we can always rely on it. We have been called to follow you, Jesus Christ, and to be a fisher of people, Matthew 4:19. And you have called us to go and make disciples of all nations, and you are with us always, Matthew 28:19 through 20. And we will be your witnesses to the ends of the earth, Acts 1:8. Circumstances of the day. We commit our day to you, O Lord. O God, we know that all things work together for good to those who love you, to those who have been called according to your purpose, those you foreknew, you also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of your Son, that you might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters, Romans 8, 28 and 29. And we will obey you today and trust you for all of our needs. We will trust in you, Lord, with all of our heart and not lean on our own understanding. In all of our ways we will acknowledge you and you will make our paths straight. We think, we think, we think that we know things. We think we know what is right to do. We think, we think, and 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 we think that we're right. But if we don't ask God, if we don't seek his instruction, if we don't ask for his wisdom and his understanding, then all of our thoughts will be for naught. Protection in Spiritual Warfare O Lord, guard our heart against the temptations of the world and renew our heart and spirit. Since we have been raised up with you, O Christ, we will keep seeking the things above. Where you are at the right hand of God, we will set our mind on the things above and not on the things that are on earth. Colossians 3, 1 through 2. And we will be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we will let our request be made known to you, O God, and your peace, which surpasses all comprehension, 
shall guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4, 6-8. If you don't have that peace, where you know everything is going to be assured, then you need to dig a bit deeper into your relationship with our Lord. You need to give up some of the world. You need to give up whatever you can give up right now. Give up the TV. Give up... That's always a good start. If you, if you watch a lot of TV, give up some of that so you can spend time, at least in the Bible, learning more about Him and in prayer and in worship. Like, He's more important, man. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is anything excellent and anything worthy of praise, we will let our mind dwell on these things. Philippians 4, 9. So let that be a standard for you. So let's just, you just start right here. If, if those standards don't fit what you're watching on your television, then remove those out of your life. You can keep some of the things that fit those standards that you're watching short. Why not? But the things you do remove, replace that time with Him. O Lord, guard our heart against the weaknesses and temptations of the flesh that we may reckon ourselves as dead to sin. As dead to sin. Dead to sin. Dead to sin. So that we no longer do it. That's, that's the joy of walking with our Lord is that we don't have to sin anymore when we're with Him. And understand that when you start pushing into Him, you're going to get attacked. There is going to be trials and tribulations. Things are going to stop being easy. It's worth it. It's hard, but it's worth it. Do you really want the easy life where you end up choosing death over life? Because that's what happens. Father, we know that our old self was crucified with Christ, so that we are no longer a slave to sin. For he who has died is freed from sin, and we will reckon ourselves as dead to sin, but alive to you in Christ Jesus. And we will not present the parts of our body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but we will present ourselves to you, O God, as one alive from the dead, and the parts of our body as instruments of righteousness to you. Romans 6, 6-7 and 12-13. And, O Lord, guard our heart against the attacks of the devil and give us the strength to resist him. As we submit ourselves to you, O God, and resist the devil, he will flee from us. James 4, 7. And we will be of sober spirit and on the alert. Our adversary, the devil, prowls about like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. But we will resist him firm in our faith. 1 Peter 5, 8-9. And we will take up your full armor, O God, that we may be able to resist and stand firm. We put on the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. We put on our feet the preparation of the gospel of peace. And we take up the shield of faith with which we will be able to extinguish all the flaming missiles of the evil one. We take the helmet of salvation and the sword of your spirit, which is your word, O God. With all prayer and petition, we will pray at all times in your spirit and be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints. Ephesians 6, 13-18. And you cannot do these things unless you actually spend time doing them. It takes time. The walk, the way, the way to our Father, the way that our Lord Jesus Christ, Yeshua, laid out for us takes time. 
the coming of Christ and our future with Him. Lord Jesus, we eagerly await the day when you will come again. Your kingdom come, your will be done, Matthew 6.10. And you have said, I am coming quickly. Oh man, come Lord Jesus, Revelations 22.20. And we consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us, Romans 8.18. And we will not lose heart. But though our outer self is decaying, yet our inner self is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, 16-18 And our citizenship is in heaven from which also we eagerly wait for you, our Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. Philippians 3.20 Alright, so we're going to jump back into Daily Light, October 25th, and we're going to see what that has for us today. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Seems like we're nearing the end of this age and coming into a new one. If two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. It seems like as you walk with him, you just begin to fulfill the commandments, not as an obligation or as a duty, but as um, a love sacrifice. And it's not even like a, a thing that you're like trying to do, or I'm going to try and do this. He, 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 through him, you're able to do them, and only through him, through his spirit. Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my father will love him, and he will come to him and make our home with him. Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Well, if the world doesn't love him, how can he manifest himself to them? So if you love him, keep his word. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to God, our Savior, who alone is wise, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. Amen, amen. So it's only through... His power, the, the power of the Spirit that He gave to us, that we can even begin to um, approach Him and also begin to, um, to, to know what it is like to keep His Word. So that's from uh, Matthew and John and Jude. Uh, the evening portion. The end of all things is at hand. Ah, it seems that way. I saw a great white throne and Him who sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. The heavens and the earth, which are now preserved by the same word, reserved for fire until the day of judgment. The word is um, Yeshua, the Son of God. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, even though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, Though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, you will hear of wars and rumor of wars. See that you are not troubled. Have peace in him. 
he will protect you. If you love him and you follow him, he will protect you. We have a building from God, a house, not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. We look for new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. Therefore, beloved, look forward to these things. Be diligent to be found by him in peace, without spot and blameless. Without spot and blameless. So that's from 1 Peter, Revelation, 2 Peter, Psalms, Matthew, 2 Corinthians. Without spot and blameless. How can we be without spot and blameless? Because we are sinners. We are sinners saved by grace. Well, if you repent and confess your sins and follow him, then you are blameless and without spot. You are righteous by him. And yeah, you'll probably fail, fall, and sin again. Well, stand back up. Repent. Turn away from what you did and keep going towards him, pressing ever inward, moment by moment. Don't let a day go by when you haven't looked at your and examined your life and see if you have um, moved away from him. See if you haven't done a thing which was wrong for you to do, if you haven't sinned. And if you have, then confess it and repent and turn back to him daily, day by day, moment by moment. Don't let a moment go by in sin. Yeah, maybe you succumb to it. Don't be in misery over it. Be, be in sorrow that you did it, but don't live in misery over it. Repent. Repent and accept this joy back in your life. Father God, thank you. Thank you for all that you have done, all that you are doing and all that you will do. We rejoice in you and we love you and we want you. We want your, your, the gifts of your spirit. We want the indwelling of your spirit. We want your fruit to be manifest in our lives so that we can be shown to be disciples of your Son. Help us and grow us so that we can ever move closer to you and never fall away. Never being distracted by the world. Give us your wisdom and your knowledge and your understanding and may we walk in you in peace and love and joy and hope and all the things that are good. We thank you for all these things and we thank you for this day. In your name and the name of your Son we pray. Amen.